This is Johnny Tacos. I've always been a lover of music. The way the drums beat as my heart. The way the guitar sings louder than the vocalist. And the way the song is written. You would think it was how each word just coexisted with the other word. Music has always been a tool for good and evil. Music has always been a way to soothe the heart, to mend the broken, to relax the unnerved, to scream out the angry, and to worship. So please join me as we take a trip and we listen to these wonderful musicians with their art as well as their love songs to God. And I am Johnny Tacos, and this is Origin. Origin. What's up? This is Johnny Tacos here with another exciting episode of Origin Stories Live. Today, I have Austin born and bred singer-songwriter John Anthony, and he brought his guitar, and he's going to play a couple of music. But uh, before I get to him, I'd just like to say thank you all for liking, sharing, and uh, just enjoying the content that uh, we give you on a daily. It seems like a daily. I push out about three or four episodes a week. So, uh, you know, God said rest. So I took the extra days. You know, he, go, he rests for one day. I, I took three days because, you know, I'm not God. Uh, I have no energy being 46 years old. Uh, my energy went down the door when I had six kids. So. Uh, but yeah, we are surviving, surviving. But just to let you know, if you enjoy this show and you enjoy, uh, you know, the content that my guests uh, provide and all that, you know, go out there and like their stuff and enjoy their music because they put their heart, soul, blood, sweat, tears, and all that good stuff uh, to provide some great music to to worship God and to lift Him higher than than all. So. You know, with with uh, interviews like this, uh, with up and coming songwriters, uh, you know, it, it's crucial uh, to have a, you know, just just to have a voice out there, just to just to let people know that hey, we're great, we're we're awesome, we're we're a lot better than what people think we are, but just because we're. Uh, you know, we're not signed with any record deals or we're not going on tours. We're not playing with Madonna or, or um, you know, ZZ Top. Wow, I'm showing my age. I need to quit that. <laughs> um, just because it doesn't, it doesn't subtract from the great quality that these artists do. So, yeah, go over there, go on their websites, you know, um, merch. If they got merch, uh, buy a sticker or, or a poster. Just say, hey, you know, I hear you. I enjoy your music. You know, go for it. We're supporting you. Or even if you can't afford it, just like the music, listen to the music, and share. That's all you got to do. But also, I got to tell you, you want a Johnny Johnny Tacos podcast t-shirt? I know you do. And just because you miss the Valentine's special when you buy one, get one free, 
I'm going to make it an Irish, an Irish discount. And you know what that is? You buy one, you buy another one for the same price. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Anyways, no. Buy one, get one half off. Um, I'll put it today. And the code is Irish. 23 Irish 23 just go to twisted glitter and say I want my t-shirts Irish 23 she'll be baffled for a second because I haven't told her yet but um she, she will know by the end end of this episode here so uh well God bless y'all here is I want to thank you John for being on the show here today I know that you uh drove from Austin you come through here a lot uh more recently in the past uh, year, I've seemed to be coming up towards the Dallas area a little more frequent, yeah. So you're, going, so you're thinking about moving to Dallas? No. <laughs> I'll, I'll just come in and out and visit. <laughs> so do you, uh, do you come over here to perform or to... You know, most of the time I've... Uh, <clears throat> most of the time it was for, for like work-related kind of stuff, but I used to go to a spot in Dallas called the Opening Bell, and I would play out there a lot. Okay, is that like an open mic kind of thing? Yeah, it was it was it was open mic, but it was a real interesting spot because Opening Bell had this vibe of both bar and coffee shop. Oh, okay. Cuz they served both things. Yeah. And it was it was just a unique split of both uh environments merged together. Yeah. You know, um that's funny because when I used to uh before I started uh, giving my life to Christ. I used mm-hmm. to go and uh, do a lot of bars over there in Dallas, like mm-hmm. promote my bands and stuff right. when I was in my, my record label. Uh, there was a place called Bar of Soap. Okay. And what it is, it's a laundromat mm-hmm. slash bar where people can oh, perform okay. like coffee house kind of thing. Right, yeah, yeah. While doing their whites, their tidy whities. So, you know, it's... It, it it was a good concept. I don't know if it's still there anymore. I haven't been around that area in so long, so long. Right, but yeah. you know, it's got a rich history in Dallas, so it probably got picked up with something else, yeah. out, outlandish. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> so tell uh, tell us about your upbringing. Um, were you always in a Christian family? What you know? Was yeah, your whole so, family? So. Um, the best way I can describe this one, so so I'm actually, so I've lived in Austin for 10 years, and I was born and raised in San Antonio, Texas, so that's where I'm actually from, but um, my family and I, we always went to church, we went to Catholic church, and then there was a summer in my high school time where a cousin uh, invited me to a camp, and that's where I truly got saved, so up until that point, you know, church was more of kind of like a works situation. We did work in order to get into heaven. That was kind of the mentality of it. it. wasn't really about like relationship with God. And during that camp is when I started to see and understand and come to that realization. So I got saved during my high school years. I don't remember the year, <laughs> but but it was it was uh, it was many moons ago. It was it was probably somewhere around two thousand three ish, somewhere in that ballpark, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then we you know we started going to churches that were more about the relationship with Jesus, and that is what led me on the paths that I've been on during that time when I got saved. Before I got saved. 
I wanted to start writing songs, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to write about, even though, you know, like I grew up in church, but I still didn't have anything specific that I wanted to. So as soon as I got saved, that's when I felt God saying, yeah, everything you're going to write is for me. And then from then on, it's been a long time, but uh, I've enjoyed a lot of what what God has uh, taken me on in terms of journey. I've seen a lot of different things. I've been in hard rock bands. I've sat in with metal bands, uh, just all different genres of music, whether if I'm the one singing and writing or just a musician in the band. So it's been it's been a good it's been a good uh been a good journey. I, uh, I'm married. I have a wife and I have two kids. You said you have six. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> Very carefully. Yeah. Very cause, carefully. Cause with the two that I have, I love them to death, but they're, they can be a handful. <laughs> yeah. It's, but when you look back in the day, when they, when they grow older, you, you'll start missing all that chaotic, right. mm-hmm. you know, it's controlled chaotic. That's that's what I usually say. It's controlled chaotic. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you're f- from San Antonio. San Antonio, not too many people know, it's a rich, rich Christian metal scene. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got Saving Jackie, you got mm-hmm. uh, Relent, you got Reborn. Um, there's a couple others. Uh, Cannibalistic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm good friends with Cannibalistics, uh, okay. with Fred and all them. Uh, really good friends. They're coming, actually coming out to the Metal Grace too. Oh, okay, cool. So nice. it's pretty awesome how uh, it's how you, you we live so far away, but we're like family. It just yeah. feels it's all connected. Yeah, yeah, and the metal community is is it's a real tight knit kind of group too. So yeah. everybody knows pretty much everybody. Yeah, I would you know I would say if. Uh, if their drummer from Reborn um, does come to the to the podcast, ask him about his band Godspell, because that was it, it was it was kind of a short run of a band, but it was such a good band. It had it had kind of a Pantera vibe to it. Oh, did it? Yeah, and so many people in the you know not just the Christian but just in the metal scene in general loved the style that they were. Yeah, and and I actually met them. Um in person, um, Ryan actually wears the Johnny Tacos podcast shirt. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. And when I dropped it off at his house in mm-hmm. San Antonio, but uh, the first time I ever met them, they were here in Rocket. They went they went okay. to a Rocket Baptist concert. Mm-hmm. So you know it was, was kind of cool to meet them all and right and uh, but you know that's about them. It's about you. We're talking yeah. about you. So you, you said you were in metal bands, rock bands, conservative bands as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you just, um, have you wrote some music that some of the bands play now? No, I mean, at the best, I might have written a few guitar parts, but in terms of lyric wise, you know, they had someone else doing that stuff. So I was just more of, kind of more of like a utility musician, whatever they needed. That's what I jumped in and helped them out with. And that, that right there is the definition of a true artist yeah. is able to do whatever needs to be done. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes it's easy and relaxed. And then other times it can be a little stressful. Like one, one example, this was more of a, a church setting, but I had a friend call me, you know, I was at work in Austin and he called me. He's like, John, my drummer bailed. 
I need someone tonight in New Braunfels. And I was like, okay, well, send me the songs and I'll just listen to them on the way. It's like, you're not going to get anything super fancy from me, but I'll hold the pocket, (laughs) you know? And I get there, no sound check, no run through. Just as soon as I got there, all right, start service. I was like, oh God, (laughs) I was like, help me through this. You know, and like I did, you know, I, uh, you know, for, for just solid pocket, keeping, keeping the groove, everyone was pretty happy with it, you know? So, but you know, whatever anybody needs, that's what, that's what I help out with. Like, um, next week I'm going to be helping out a band and I'm going to be playing keys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you are a master of the of of all trades, right? I I try to be a jack of all trades, master of none. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try I try to be. Um, so at one point, I was a music major in college at UTSA, and then all of a sudden, I realized I was like, wait, the only steady job is to be a band director, and I don't want to be that. <laughs> so then I switched my major to business. But during that time, you know, when you're getting a music degree, you have to learn every instrument. So. It was it was a good uh, sharpening tool of experience for me, and it's carried out like in all my experiences with all these different bands that I played with. And uh, played with all these bands. Did you go? How far did you go to play? Like, did you go out of country? No, I I never went out of country, but like did a ton of stuff for in Texas, and I think uh, probably the farthest we ever went was to St. Louis and back. And that one was an interest, interesting scenario because I had a friend that uh, was on tour with a mainstream artist. He didn't want to do it anymore. He needed a way out. And we were already going to plan a tour, but we were going to plan a tour towards California. And as soon as we got the call from our friend, we just like thought about it. And we're like, all right, how many opportunities are this way versus that way? And we're like, okay, we're going to pick you up in St. Louis and bring you back with us while we're touring. So it was kind of like a slash rescue mission, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, hey brother, we need we need we need somebody to pick me up from California. I need your savior. Help me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so doing this, um, just being a utility mm-hmm. guy, um, you have some music that you wrote yourself, right? You yeah. Ha- you have some. Uh, Music that's that's on Spotify or YouTube. yeah, I've got it on all the platforms. I go through DistroKid for distribution. So anything uh-huh. that is you know digital or social media, it's on all the music is on there. And you're gonna play a couple of songs yeah. today, right? Yeah, I'll play some of the stuff that I've written. Yeah, some of the stuff, some of the stuff I've written, the other stuff somebody else written. But you know what? <laughs> I, I made it better. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but going through um, your childhood. Was there a, a time where because you, you're talent you're you're very talented. Thank you. Uh, was there ever a feeling that you wanted to further out venture out of the Christian shell, if you want to say it? Uh, because when you label yourself a Christian musician, you tend to not get as much flow right. from traffic mm-hmm. as you do with. Uh, we'll just say. Uh, you two or right. you know them because they they don't consider themselves even though John Bono is a Catholic mm-hmm. he's he's a diehard Catholic if you listen to some of his music it, oh, yeah. it's straight from the Bible yeah. um, the Joshua Tree uh, was a great album that that shows that his faith and mm-hmm. 
but he's he's weird too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, But have you ever thought about doing that, or have you just been focused like a laser because God told you? I w- I think I would love to get there, but you know, all the songs that I write are what God gives me, and they're blatantly obvious that they're Christian songs. You know, so like you two, you could even argue like early on Switchfoot was kind of like a cross path. You could be accepted from both sides of the of the coin. Um, I think even, I remember one time I, I saw something about the killers, that yeah. the killers have, have some, uh, Well, the, there's at least some suggestion there. Well, they're, they're Mormons. Oh, okay. They're gotcha. actually Mormons from Las Vegas. I don't know how that works, but. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it does work that way. Mm-hmm. You know, also Skillet, you know, Skillet, they, they're, you can t- you can see blatantly that they're Christian right. man, mm-hmm. but they're able to function on both sides because not all their music is saying Jesus, 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 God, 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 you know, right. stuff yeah. like that. But it still has the heart and soul yeah. of a Christian band. Right. So the but you you said your music you pretty much can listen to it and you go okay that's a love song to Jesus. Or, right. mm-hmm. or that's a song about a a verse in the Bible. Right. Stuff like that. And and you know, that's awesome because, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many great great artists that sing Christian music and the Christian music just blows me over with so much power and praise mm-hmm. and and uh, like uh, I, I joke around about grazing in the gardens because you know I hear it all the time. <laughs> Every worship team has has played it at least fifty. <laughs> you know, even ours had played a bunch. They don't play it that much anymore here, and <laughs> it's kind of upsetting now because I kind of miss it. But <laughs> um, you know, you can tell the passion and all that 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 a person that actually wrote it and sung it. And does it does it ever bother you sometimes if uh, you do a song and it doesn't go well? Because I I'm doing this because I'm I'm asking you this question because there there's so many people out there that want to do what you do mm-hmm. and that are very talented, but their their mind is set to what the enemy is telling them. Like you're no good. You're not you're not going to be anything. Yeah. Oh, I mean. You know, uh, opening up a little bit more, you know, like even even just for like regular Sunday service. Most of the time when I'm singing on Sundays, like I'm singing, I'm playing guitar, I'm doing all this. I'm trying to be in the moment. But there are a lot of Sundays where as I'm singing, there's like this mental battle going on. You're not good enough or you failed over here. So you shouldn't even be up there. Something something of those natures. For me, I just push through it. And try whenever that battle, mental battle comes in, it's like, hey, this is for God. And if you step on, step on a stage or step wherever you're going in for God, let him handle the rest. Because there have been situations where I've had such a mental battle and I got through the songs, singing them and playing them, creating this, helping create this worship atmosphere. And at the end, people are like, dude, that was so amazing, whatever. You know, but in my mind, I'm like, man, I had this draining mental battle the whole time I was up there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I get that way, too, mm-hmm. when I yep. when I MC because I do a lot of intros. I do my the shows I do, and mm-hmm. I go out there, and I'm like, 
All right, so I'm just going to shoot from the hip and just, uh, you know, Jesus, take the wheel. Please don't, I want to hit to this corner here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it it gets, to, it gets where when you start realizing it's for Jesus, that's when yeah. everything starts clicking into place. Right. That's when there's no mistakes because right. he is not a mistake. Mm-hmm. He is perfect, and that's what you're doing. And and, and you're 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 satisfying the Lord. You're not satisfying uh, Brenda down the road, right. mm-hmm. you know, or or you're not trying to uh, make the old the old lady the oldest person in the world that doesn't really like heavy metal Christian music, but she right. just comes to to. Uh, Support or just to be nosy, you're not there for her. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. you, you're you're here for God. And uh, what song are you going to play? So this first song I'm going to play is actually called "Broken Soul." So this was close to the time when I first moved out to um, Austin. Okay, and and you know, moving from San Antonio to Austin, th- there was a lot going on. Right, so I'm this. Fresh out of college guy, I should be getting all the manager jobs, you know, mentality wise. Because yeah. in college, that's what they, that's what they kind of instill in you. Go to all these classes, get this degree, you're automatically going to get seventy, eighty thousand, whatever the case is. And uh, so there, there's there's some kind of owed or deserved mentality. But then when you get out there into the real world, real workforce. The only thing I got at that time was a job at Walmart and family book, uh, family Christian bookstores were still around. <laughs> so I had those two jobs as a freshly college grad. So, you know, I was dealing with that, dealing with a lot of other things. So like, at least in the beginning, you know, um, Christian artists are significantly not as welcome in Austin as they are in San Antonio. So yeah. dealing with all of that too. Cause you, you, it, Austin is a very liberal yes. city in, mm-hmm. in the in a conservative state. It's that's like where the the most liberals do like to reside there, and because uh, you got all your your festivals there, mm-hmm. and those are oh, very yeah. very liberal festivals. Yeah, huge. And you know the when special events are happening, even in um, even just in football games. So there was there was one night early on when we moved out there where, you know, we didn't have kids yet. So it was just my wife and I. We go out there to 6th Street during a game, football game that's happening in town. They have a sec. They had a section of 6th Street barricaded. And the cops were at the barricades. But as long as you didn't cross those barricades, everything went you know, like whatever would normally be considered illegal mm-hmm. was legal within that barricade. So like we went in there and we're like, what on earth? <laughs> you know, like I don't, me and my wife, I don't think we consider ourselves like crazy conservative or like incredibly legalistic at all. But even for us, we're like, this is a lot. <laughs> you know, like we, we didn't even get through all of six. We were like, let's cut through one of these other neighborhoods and just let's, let's just get out of here. Cause I was seeing way too many things. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And it just goes back to the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. You know, when when things start getting to that point, yeah, you know, something something's going to happen. Yeah, and unfortunately, the United States is actually turning into a modern day Sodom and Gomorrah. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it's doing it every day and day. And all we got to do is try to be the best parents mm-hmm. that we can be, the best yeah. spouse and the best best person that we can be and try to lead that by example. Because if you go and if you go to a child and say, don't do that, don't do this, don't do, you can't do that, you can't have this, what they're going to do, they're going to do the opposite. Right. But if you show them out of love and mm-hmm. you show them uh, the right way, you lead by example, then right. chance about, I'm going to say about 85% of the time they, they end up following their footsteps. Right. So, all right. So what I'm going to do, we're going to pause for a break. Um, we have, co- thank you to Covenant Life Church uh, for having this origin stories live. So we're going to put that commercial on. Are you considering going to church for the first time? Have you ever thought about waking up in the morning, getting ready, and going to church just to see what it's all about? Or maybe you're looking for a new church because your old church wasn't quite what you had in mind. Consider coming to visit Covenant Life Church in Waxahachie. Here on the Johnny Taco Show, this is our home church, and we extend the invitation for you to come worship with us and fellowship with us. If you're interested, visit Covenant Life at 423 North College Street, Waxahachie, Texas. Wednesday service begins at 7 p.m. Sunday service starts at 10.30 a.m. For more information, please visit www.covenantlife.online and look on the calendar for upcoming events. Your journey can begin right now. (laughs) All right, we are back with John Anthony, and he is going to play Broken Soul. Thank you. 
some of the goose pimples over here <laughs> i got um man that song right there that that should be like a theme song to all the brokenhearted all the oh, yeah, the yeah. ones who are going through addictions through mm-hmm. through anything and you know what i probably would have turned to god more if i would have heard that song while mm-hmm. i was in the bar drinking oh wow so it's yeah. a very powerful song thanks i appreciate it so, and who who are your influences? Who who did you grow up listening to that you're like, you know what? I really love what they do, and I want to kind of do that. Man, I sound nothing like everything I grew up with. <laughs> so, like, you know, be, before I got saved, um, you know, I was really into anything that Santana did. BB King in terms of guitar players, um, Lincoln Park. And when I got saved, you know, I was really into that whole kind of rap core, rap rock kind of kind of music. And then uh, my cousin turned me to uh, Pillar. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I automatically fell in love with those guys. You know, I got I got to see them at least twice. And the second time was a more like intimate setting. So I actually got to like talk to the whole band. And that was such like a, such a huge thing for me, because as a as a newly saved person, that was the band I was blasting the whole time, <laughs> yeah. you know, so, you know, there were, there were plenty of others, but you know, those, those guys, everything that they were doing, it just resonated with me very, they had a lot of like really anthem songs, but a lot of what the singer Rob was, was writing at that time really like spoke to me. Yeah. At that time I really enjoyed like 12 stones Yeah, mm-hmm. and fly leaf. Yes. You know, I really enjoyed the way because it kind of sneaked up on you. You didn't know that they were Christian. Right. Mm-hmm. Until they go, hey, we're a Christian band. No, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, you know, at one time, uh, because uh, I did a whole investigation about Amy Lee, that mm. she mm. was grew up in the church in Arkansas. Okay. And uh, her father was a reverend or a pastor. I, I don't know what uh, what the name was. But she grew up doing chorus work and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's where she got her vocals from. Right. So it, it's just amazing how you you don't see these people that you, you kind of idolize growing up. And you don't see them as Christian. You see them as the rock personas now. Yeah. Um, so, so do you... Do you still occasionally turn up their jams while you're driving? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I listen to 
pretty much anything unless if it's like clearly like against God, you know, like, I mean, there's a lot of more music now, like, you know, how you said how the country's going where things are getting more blatantly satanic or, you know, just, there's just a lot of anti God or anti Christ type messages. So I don't really listen to that kind of stuff, but I still listen to pretty much everything else. And the main reason why is like, as a musician, there's a lot of great music in church, but if you just stick to that, you kind of put yourself in a box. So then for me as a musician, as a guitar player and doing other things, I still listen to all those other bands that I used to used to uh, jam before I got saved. Yeah. Because uh, and a friend of mine told me when we were in high school, it says uh, to be a true musician, a true lover of the music art, right? You have to love all genres of it. Yeah. And I'm like, do I really have to love all genres? There's, <laughs> there's a, um, a, a certain genre right now that I'm really not too into. Because mm. I, me, with rap, old school rap, 90s, uh, early 2000s, 80s, that kind of rap I, I like because it was melodic and it's right. like poet, poetry. Right. You know, now it's like, uh, they just want to talk about money or parts of bodies that you know kids shouldn't even really need to be watching on tv and you see you see all that smut you see all that stuff and it's glorifying satan but it's also it's creating a vanity and that's one of the sins is vanity You, you can't just portray of self you have to portray of god right and you have to portray of others Mm -hmm. so as a family and we're we're living in a selfie world yeah and you could tell by the women when and men and they take about 500 selfies you know i used to i used to do that selfie thing and i started thinking about it man i see myself all the time why do i need pictures of myself so yeah so i flip it around or, or stuff and take pictures of like try to take pictures of positive things yeah because that's what we need in our life. We need positivity, and oh, that yeah. mu- the music you made that that song that you just did is is a clear indicator that we all go down that road of of loathing of mm. suffering, but the positive positivity of God and his and his love for us, right? Always, always wins. Mm-hmm. So. Um, do you have any upcoming um, shows coming up that, that that's just you? So I haven't, I haven't booked anything yet. And part of that is on purpose because of good things, but you know, family matters Yeah, that, that have uh, taken priority, nothing bad, everything very good. Um, so I'm going to try to start booking things towards the summertime. And then for the rest of the year, I recently did um, finish a recording of a single that I will release probably in the summertime as well. So it'll be something fresh and uh, it's already mastered. All the tracks are done. So, and I'm, I'm happy with it. You know, it's a, it's a good track. I, uh, I've been working with the same producer this whole time that I've, that I've uh, been playing music, you know, in terms of like my own music when I went solo, because I used to actually have a rock band and we we had pushed ourselves so much and had so many opportunities 
but it was it was kind of that uh i don't know if you ever heard of the two-year curse right yeah. you know once the two years up so it's like yeah all right it was done <laughs> it was it was done pretty quickly and then other opportunities opened up for me as a solo artist but um yeah i'm working on a website so that all the booking can be filtered through that yeah because i was trying to look for your website so right. i can get yeah some I mean, more I have, 411 on you yeah so I've, i mean i've got the the facebook got the instagram I have a TikTok, but the most traffic is through Instagram. Yeah. You know, you're showing your age when you say, I have the Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram. I well, do I mean, that all I started, the time people stare at me. What What are you talking about, Grandpa? Well, I mean, my music started with MySpace. Yeah. I just don't throw it out there anymore. <laughs> and MySpace is still out there, too. Yeah, it's still out there. I don't know how it's still alive, but it's alive. Yeah. It's just barely there. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's some, it's still a good connection with uh, musicians. Right. So uh, you have another song that you're going to play. Yes. So this one, um, this one is called Out of the Waters. So when I got saved, I started going to churches again, you know, that were more focused on the relationship with God. And then my, my parents uh, started going with me too. And, we we ended up at this one church in San Antonio. It was a mega church, but we all as of as adults decided to get baptized. And that's what this song came out of. Okay, awesome. Awesome. All right, uh we'll get to that song here in just a second, but you know what? We'll give you a Bible break. All right, with my my buddy Him Barks for God. Here's Bible break. Yo fam, God bless. It's your boy Henbarks for God here with a quick Bible break. So we are in Matthew chapter 10, New King James Version, continuing the story of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Now the names of the twelve apostles are these, first Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus, and Labias, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belts, nor bag for your journey, nor to tunics, nor sandals, nor staffs, for a worker is worthy of his food. Now whatever city or town you enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and stay there till you go out. And when you go into a household, greet it. If the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whoever will not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. 
verse 16. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in their synagogues. You will be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Now brother will deliver up brother to death and a father his child and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death and you will be hated by all for my name's sake but he who endures to the end will be saved when they persecute you in this city flee to another for assuredly I say to you you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the son of man comes. So that's it for today's Bible break. We'll start back up on verse 24 next time. God loves you. God bless you. We'll talk soon, fam. Peace. All right. We are back. And now John Anthony's going to play Out of the Waters, which I'm thinking about End of the Waters because I want to go to Florida. Hint, hint to my wife. Well, here it goes. <laughs>
You know, I kind of wish I had some more guys over here, some family members and all that to hear that song. That would have been, you know, we wouldn't have a dry eye in this thing. You are a very, very talented person. Thank you. You know, and uh, you need to get caught up with, you need about, what, four more kids so you can catch up. (laughs) And, but... uh, it, it is truly an honor to meet you. You know, we're getting closer to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, my question is, um, what do you have to uh, let the listeners know? What can you say um, if someone is suffering from being broken, someone who is who is not sure if they want to be Christian because their their faith has been jarred their their life has been turned upside down by unfortunate events or right. you know things like that because there to me I, th- I believe that God is telling me you have something that you need to tell the listeners yeah so here's what here's what I would say and uh, let me lead up to it with an example you know in 2017 my dad passed away and he, he died of mesothelioma, and it completely deteriorated his body. He was, he was roughly around 5'10", 220 solid. And by the end of it, when we, when we, uh, bear, or when we, when we had him in a casket because we cremated him, uh, he was in one of my high school suits because he lost so much body weight, deteriorated so much. He suffered. He didn't suffer long, but he did suffer. And through that entire experience, as difficult as it was to see him that way, he never uh, he never diverted from God. He said he was ready to see him. He said that he was saved, that he believes. He wasn't afraid. He wasn't afraid to die. He was going to miss us. That was the difference, you know, and I've, I've always heard of people that go through suffering, but their faith is unwavered. And I take that to heart, especially seeing my dad go through it, that anybody that's hurting, that's suffering, even if you've been hurt by the church itself, the relationship is ultimately with God, it's with Jesus and whatever you're going through out there. Focus on him. Focus on his word. If you have a prayer closet or just a spot of prayer with no distractions, it's just you and God. Open up. Let him do a work in you that you didn't know that was going to happen. If you're doubting and you're someone that actually wants to accept, receive, and be open to it, find a place where it's just you and him and say, okay, God, I'm here. Do something in me that I know it's you. And I have no doubt that God will overflow his presence to that person. That's what I would say. You know, it. I, I've seen so many, there's so many opportunities if, you, mm-hmm. if you've been prone with cancer or, right. or with what your father had that people 
have opportunities just to be mad at God and just forsake him because there's so many questions. My wife has MS mm. and she still loves God. Right. But she often ask why did why did he chose to have me have this and heal somebody else that was in an accident like a life threatening accident that was well well we'll just say that it was their fault mm-hmm. you know and and she goes why why is this happening to me and why why did why could I not get healed Mm-hmm. And she came up and she thought about it and she said, well, it's because it shows my faith and how much I love God is to truly worship him, mm-hmm. but be in so much pain right. that it, that it goes. And, you know, those are some true words that you said, some inspirational words that yeah. you say. And I'm so sorry about mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, the, the death of your father, you know, God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when people say, well, he's not hurting anymore. He's, he's, he's in a better place. He's, he's, he is. And it, and it's true. Yeah. He's building up there, the kingdom, getting it set up and, and waiting for when Jesus comes back and he, and he makes, um, Heaven on Earth, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be a beautiful sight to be reunited with the, the ones you love, you know. And when what got me is when he goes, the only thing I do is I'll miss y'all, right? And uh, you know, uh, the here on Earth, you know, God said there is a time for mourning, mm-hmm. you know, but then there's a time for rejoicing as well. Right. And uh, there's a Megadeth song that says. Uh, my body's gone. That's all. Mm. And it was a, a tutlemon. Tut uh, I forgot what, what what it roughly translated to. It, it's a French word, mm. but it's about him dying. Right. And he's telling everybody, there's so much I, I wanted to do, but my time has come. And, uh, you know, it's time for me to say goodbye. I love you all. And, and all that, which was really touching because... Five years later, Dave Mustaine mm. gave his life to to Christ. Mm. After that, and he's a he's he's actually a Christian role model now, right? Yeah. And that's that's really awesome. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're coming close to the end of the show. Um, I want to thank you, John, for uh, being on here. You got the coolest name, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, do you have? Um, um, you're your worship leader at your yes. church, right? So you got to go to church here soon. So I'm not going to keep you here too long. But I want to thank you. I see so much that's going to come out through your music. I can't wait for the new song that's coming out. You got to get me. Uh, I, I got to listen to it before you put it out there. I got to hear it. I want to hear it. And I promise, I promise I won't put it on the show. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, to all the uh, new listeners that, that came upon this podcast thinking, Hey, it's, uh, Johnny tacos. It's a food network, uh, right. recipe. Ah, <laughs> oh, I hate to disappoint. I really do. But there is good news. There's very, very good news. And the, the food you get, the edification that you, 
uh, that you long for and the waters that you thirst for um, is through here and it's through Jesus Christ from the the testimonies of my guest and my constant babbling. Um, you did not come here by mistake. There was something that uh, John Anthony had to say that, that you needed to hear that was from God. And, uh, you know, welcome. And if you like this, please check out the other episodes. Um, you'll be equally enlightened by all these great, great people and people of God. So uh, to all the diehard listeners, you know who you are because I have a specific set of skills. You are the sour cream that keeps this taco supreme together. And uh, us together as a family of God and the family of 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 the church, you know, we need to go out and we need to bring more people home. Remember, there, there might be 99 of us, but there's still that one out there. So what would Jesus do? You know, that WWE, uh, what was it, WWDW? I, I can't, there's too many letters. It's, <laughs> it's still too early in the morning. But what he would do is he would go out there and say, hey, I got a place that, that you'll, you'll feel so so much at home, you're, what you've been longing for, and you've been so lost. So just come with me. And that's all you have to do. Just, just tell them about it. Tell them about Jesus, because, and then let Jesus do the work. So, But other than that, remember, Metal Grace is coming up in September. I'll have the date put up uh, later on on all the major streaming labels. So, uh God bless y'all. God keep y'all. And don't have yourself a good day. No good, sir, and good ma'am. Have yourself a great day. I'm out. <laughs>